0: Hello and welcome to Walking Through, Walking Through the Stargate, a Walking Through the Stargate podcast. I'm David and I am the whatever you want to call me of the show, let's call me the executive producer of, I I don't know, I, I, I think of myself as a content producer for the show. But this show, Walking Through, Walking Through the Stargate, is a special limited edition summer filler show featuring our listeners, but we'll get to them in just a moment. Walking through the Stargate and all its variations are independent podcasts, which means there are no ads of any kind whatsoever, except possibly this one. Who does support us is you, the loyal listeners on Patreon. On Patreon, there are tiers of support, each with their own rewards and benefits, including Patreon-first content, such as The Other Side of the Gate, where Zach and I discuss spoilery stuff, Stargate Second Chances, where Zach and Brent re-review Stargate Episodes and Stargate Infinity. We lost a bet where we have forced them to watch Stargate Infinity. However, all Patreon-first content will hit the main feed eventually, and this summer there's an excellent chance that Zach and Brent will be emptying the Patreon vaults. So if you do not want to do the Patreon thing, that's fine as well. We won't hold it against you. If you would like to engage with us, then there are so many ways to do that. We have email at Walking through the stargate at gmail.com. We have a Facebook. We're on Twitter. We have walkingthroughthestargate.space, WTTS.com, I don't know. I'm barely on the website anymore. And we have a weird little YouTube channel where people have left incredibly odd comments about the videos occasionally. If you wanna laugh at some of them, feel free to go in there and check out the comments on the YouTube channel. And we have Discord. Uh, you can find an invite to Discord on the webpage or hit us up on Facebook and Twitter, and we'll be happy to provide a link and an invite to the Discord group. So there are so many ways to engage with us and no excuses not to engage with us and keep the conversation going. Speaking of listener engagement, that brings us to this little experiment here. A while back, we had an off-topic conversation with Zach and Brent about listeners doing a review of the podcast called Walking Through, Walking Through the Stargate. And it was a big joke. But a little later, when Zach and Brent said they were going to be taking an extended summer break, my first response was, oh, no, what are we going to do? And my second response was, uh, I have no idea. I ran by them and with their seven chevrons of approval, I reached out to some of our listeners who have been active in engaging with us in our various forms and invited them to be part of this show. This week, I'm happy to introduce two more listeners to you. First, we have Jen. Hello, Jen. Hi. Tell us about yourself.
1: Uh, yeah, my name's Jennifer. Um, you can call me Jen, Jenny, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm 33 years old and I'm from Germany. Um, Well, you all know the clichés about Germany, but I'm from the northern part of Germany, so no clichés for me. We don't have letterhosen, we don't have anything else you might know. Um, Just a regular, well, person from Germany living here with my boyfriend and my two cats, who are absolutely adorable. And I'm kind of active on Discord, if you want to chat me up or talk about cats or what's target. you can find me on Discord on the WTTS Discord. Um, what do I do? I work in management and I'm also currently training to become a yoga teacher. And next to that boring stuff, I'm a huge big nerd. Um, you can find me throughout many, many fandoms. I've started very young from the age of eight and um, I don't intend to stop. When I don't do nerdy stuff, I love gaming. I love reading. I love languages, art, photography, any creative outlet um, is going to be mine. Yeah, and that's about it.
0: Okay, thank you, Jen. Now, I have spent some time in the northern parts of Germany, and while I would agree about I didn't see any later hose in it at all, you still did fit the German stereotype. Not you, the Germans in the northern parts of Germany. That is, of course, that was a long time ago. When I was in my teens, and that was a long time ago, but I spent about a month in Hamburg.
1: Ooh, nice. And my huh?
0: parents, my parents set me away for a month. Get out of my house. And we had friends in Germany, so we kind of did a kid exchange. Their daughter came to us for one summer. I went to them for one summer. So that was fun. And next we have Kevin. Hey, Kevin, how's it going? Hey, David. Um... Hey, listeners, I'm
2: Kevin. You can find me on the Discord or the Facebook group. You've probably seen me there. Um, I'm 34 years old. I've been into sci-fi all my life. And uh, Stargate in particular is kind of my area of expertise.
0: All right. Thank you very much. I think I've introduced myself way too many times, and I think everyone knows my own nerdy background uh, and age and other stuff. So unless you need specific answers on that, we'll move on from the introductions. Okay, so our first part here is we're going to talk about Stargate. General questions about your experience with Stargate and Stargate fandom and all that. Uh, Jen, since I introduced you first, I'm going to start with you first. What was your introduction to Stargate?
1: Well, um, I actually started with Stargate pretty early. I had to look up when um, Stargate started airing here in Germany, and it was the 6th of January, 1999. And that was two months before I turned um, 10. So I know pretty much that my first episode was... um, actually the first two-parter. I started with Children of the Gods because my parents would randomly start Stargate, I would say. Um, and I watched along and I liked it. I liked it very much. So I made, them watch, um, I made them watch Stargate with me. And yeah, that's how I just started. And a certain time ago, I, I asked my mother, why did we start to watch Stargate together? And she said, um, when I was a kid, I made um, I made her watch MacGyver with me because I liked RDA so much. And that's how she figured I would like Stargate. And she um, decided to watch it with me. And it was the best decision ever. In fact, because it's um, my love for RDA later turned into my love for Amanda Tapping and, Um, It's still my favorite to-go show whenever I'm down or whenever I need to cheer up. It's, um, yeah, my die-and-ride show, I would say.
0: All right. Uh, What about the movie? You started with the show first, which is not that unusual, but not typical either. When did you first see the movie?
1: A few years later, and I was very disappointed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it would be odd going from the TV show with all those characters you know and love to, wait... Kurt where'd russell. everyone go where's carter where's teal
1: yeah also um our, i love james spader absolutely his hair and mm-hmm. his dad is just perfect <laughs> and i love early seasons daniel so much and but there was kurt russell i do like kurt russell a lot but his jack o'neill was like um it was hitting me um in the face like a um concrete wall oh boy and i really 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 missed rda yeah
0: i'll bet now you say you like James Spader. Have you seen the blacklist?
1: Um part of it. Part okay,
0: because he has no hair in it.
1: Yeah, but he's really, really, really good. I enjoy his acting a lot.
0: Yeah, he is good. Okay, uh Kevin, same question. What was your introduction to Stargate? Uh so I did not see
2: the movie first. I was flipping through the channels. I got into the sci-fi channel and I was watching a rerun of this uh, show and I saw aliens and I saw uh, Michael Shanks, uh, who I didn't know at the time, playing uh, Dr. Jackson. Mm -hmm. And I think, oh, aliens, human. I'll sit down and watch this. It turned out to be the season four episode, uh, the first ones, uh, directed by Peter DeLuise, and okay. it was just, I, I, I found it fascinating, and I just uh, stuck with it, and I watched every rerun I could find, and I, that would have been about two thousand because the first live episode I saw was the Season 8 premiere of uh, with New Order Part 1 and 2. Okay. So I was very confused because I was getting caught up on old episodes, watching the new ones, had no idea what happened in between. But I, I really, yeah, I, I was just watching both ends and really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I I get that understanding of um, you came in in the middle, and it's a bit hard to understand. As I said, I first got introduced to the movie. I watched it within a week of its release here in the U.S., which is September of 94, I think. I had a six-month-old kid at home, and my wife agreed to, fine, you can go take a couple hours and go see a movie, but come back right away, this kid, you know, six months old at home. So went out with my friends, had a great time with the movie, and that was pretty much it. And it wasn't until the 2000s that I got into the show. As I mentioned, I had known there was a show, but it I didn't have the premium channel was on at the time when it moved to syndication. I just didn't watch it. I caught one or two episodes here and there. nothing interested me about the show because it wasn't like the movie, and I liked the movie. Uh, It was some friends at work who convinced me to go watch it. And once I really got into it, well, that's when I went, bought all the DVDs and got really obsessively into the show. Okay, so, uh, Kevin, what's your favorite season, if you have one?
2: I was looking through the seasons again recently, and I think purely for the reason that that's when I came in, I think season eight. Season eight has a lot of great episodes. We get some more uh, information on Ball, who I really like.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, there's just a lot of fun episodes that I really like in that. We get more Asgard. We have the Prometheus, a full warship now. It's just a lot of great content in season eight.
0: Jen, I see you nodding your head in, in agreement. Uh, you agree with the season season eight.
1: Um, I really do like season eight, but I have a really, really soft spot for one, two and four. It's okay. Where my heart lies is actually a season. Most of my favorite episodes are actually from season one and then mingled throughout um, some other seasons, but I really do have a soft spot for season one because it's just the dynamic. The team is starting. It's all so weird. And I do like this nineties look because I think in the 90s um, people were allowed to look more distinct and genuine. There was a shift in the early 2000s where actors started to all look alike. And I didn't like the glam, the glam-up version of other shows. I loved the natural look of the late 90s. And I, I, owe, I returned to those shows on a regular, on a, on a regular basis actually. Um, like X-Files, the old seasons, and mm-hmm. SG-1 seasons. Um, although my second favorite season would be season seven, actually, because it's so good. And yeah, season eight is also as well perfect, but I don't want to say spoilery things.
0: All right, Thank you. I'd probably agree with you on season seven. It's one of those hindsight things. I know the story that's building. And I love how they told that story, building up to the big climax at the end of the season. Season one is unusual to hear as someone's favorite season. That's like saying uh, they like Star Trek The Next Generation season one. Okay, it was fine, but they hadn't really found their footing yet. But you're right, it is a good introduction to the characters. And to me, it is nice to see the growth from season one to the rest of the seasons. You get the baseline characters, and then you see how they develop. So, yeah, I, I can get your point there.
1: It's also uh, nostalgia for me. It's totally clouded with nostalgia.
0: Oh yeah, I got gotcha. you. Any particular episodes that stand out to you, Jen? Is one of those if it's on, you will watch it.
1: Um, I even put it on when I feel bad. It's Solitudes.
0: Really? Okay.
1: One Solitudes. I don't know why. Um. Well, I kind of do know why because I just love the dynamic between um, Jack and Sam so much, especially in the early seasons because it's it's still different. It's still um, it's not like they have found their equal footing yet, and um, I like that it is um, the way it is simply. Mm-hmm. Uh, another episode I do put on on the regular is Singularity. Okay which is also one that simply tucks absolutely at my heartstrings with um, a lot of, yeah, a lot of personal information and interview. And it's just, um, I love Cassie. I love the story of Sam and I'm going to mention it later again.
0: Okay. Kevin, how about you? Any particular episodes that stand out to you?
2: Uh, Just some of the classics. Ergo, window of opportunity, just all the ones everyone
0: loves. Yeah.
2: Um, there is a few episodes in season eight that I really, really love just because they're kind of different episodes that are not what we've seen before, but I suppose I can talk about that on Facebook when it when it happens. Don't want to spoil anything for Brent.
0: And you see what I'm looking forward to in season eight, nine, and 10 is those become the episodes I have not seen as much. The first several seasons, um, as I mentioned, those were my traveling episodes. That is, if I were traveling out of the country, as I often did, I would take the discs with me because I don't understand the TV and the, the TV shows in the country I'm in. And I just pop a disc on at, you know, 10 o'clock, lie down at two or three episodes in, and I could power through a couple seasons in that way. But I never really made it past season seven in those travels. So season seven, eight, nine, ten is where it's starting to become new again to me. I know the stories, you know, they kind of commit in my head. I know the stories, but it's more going to be, oh, yeah, this is the one where that thing happened. I forgot about that one. So I'm I am looking forward to season eight, nine, and ten. I'm about five episodes into season eight right now. Uh, okay, characters: uh, main, non-main characters, recurring characters, one-off characters. We don't have to go with the big four or the big five, depending on your point of view. But uh, who do you like to see the most, Kevin? Um, this
2: might be part of the unpopular opinion, but I liked Jonas.
0: Okay, I have no problem with Jonas.
2: I know he got a lot of uh, flack in the fandom because they thought he was just a stand-in for Michael Shanks. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I liked having another alien on the team, made it feel more sci-fi based And what is a sci-fi action show. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, And although I hate his character where it is right now, Dr. McKay.
0: Okay. Yeah, we haven't yeah. met the real Rodney McKay yet. I mean, we've met him, but we haven't grown to love Rodney McKay yet.
2: Yeah, he's and still Jeff. that that guy that shows up that you just hate on him whenever yeah. he's there. Yeah. Jen,
0: how about you?
1: Mm, the obvious one is, of course, Sam. She's my favorite all over, and um, I love her really, really a lot because of all the things she does and what she stands for, and because she's an excellent role model and was since I was nine. But the ones that aren't as obvious, um, I actually really do like Matouf. Um, mm-hmm. Another podcast is calling him Matif because he has always those <laughs> shiny white teeth and this big, bright smile. And he just looks like a candle popped into a tokra uniform. And... I don't know, I just like him. He was a lovely character. And um, I remember I was crying, um, ugly crying, when he, Sam was cradling his dead body mm-hmm. and fighting conquer. Um, that episode still holds my heart dearly. And I really, really, really do like Major Davis. Okay. Um, Cunningham. He's such a sweet guy. He always feels so cheerful. There's this episode in season six, I can't remember the name, where um they are submerged in the and Jacob is trying to um, rescue Sam and Jack from drowning. Right. Davis is there, and once they're free, um he's um cheering so happily, gleefully. he's such a giddy character. I just love him.
0: Right, yeah, I remember that episode, and I, I yeah, agree with so. you.
2: Early season six. Yeah. I, I think that's Descent.
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, what about favorite villains? And villains can be a spectrum to kind of evil to very evil. Kevin, Jen, feel free to speak up.
2: Um, I love uh, early. Well, he's only a villain early on. Mayborn. Mm Hmm. mayborn you just love to hate him he's so he just has that personality that you just want to punch him in the face
0: yeah and you want him on your side too yeah he's a he's a great foil for
2: the sgc um and he gets a bit more friendly later on helps out the sgc but yeah, early on, Mayborn's just a great villain, and also uh, I love I love Ball.
0: <laughs> you see, I was going to say exactly the same thing. I was thinking about you know main and non-main characters. of that, well, what about the bad guys? Oh, I love to see Mayborn on screen. I mean, I love to hate Mayborn when he shows up. It's kind of like ooh, and I've already established I love Ball. Ball is just my favorite system lord, mainly because of the character arc they take him through that. By the time you get to the end of his arc, it's like you kinda understand the guy a little bit. Uh Jen, what about you?
1: I totally agree with Ball because he's just he's such a character. He's there to stay. But um there's another one that I would have liked to see more of because I think they could have written him better. That would be that would be Seth. Seth? Because I- yeah, I really like the idea or the concept that was behind Seth and season mm-hmm. three. And I think they should have done more with it. Just not, hey, he's there, kill him off. Way he's gone.
0: Yeah. Um, to me, I think Seth, I'm just making this up right now, is kind of a proto-ball. Ball as he later developed. Hey, Brent, don't listen to this part it's gonna be a bit spoilery. Um just wants to be left alone and i think seth at some point is the same thing he just wants to do his thing he's not about world domination he's just about i want my people around me loving me and ball when we get to you know business leader ball is kind of the same thing he's not quite the world dominator. It's just i'm over here doing my thing um we cool no but i could almost see seth as a prototype for what ball eventually became Okay, Brent, you can start listening again. So, yeah, I, I agree with you on on Seth there. He would have been an interesting one to develop, but he was a villain of the week, unfortunately. Okay, unpopular opinions, things that everyone loves and yet you go, no. Jen, how about you? I saw, just saw you make a face with that one. Um,
1: I have a confession to make okay. because I'm a very loyal and um, watcher for SG1. And my confession is, I have yet to watch Stargate Atlantis. I haven't watched it. I couldn't bring myself to watching Atlantis, to be honest.
0: I don't know if that that's an unpopular opinion. That's just something you haven't done yet. But now you got the opportunity. But why didn't you want to watch Atlantis?
1: I don't know. It felt like betraying Stargate.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I thought about it. Maybe I'll watch along with Brand, And I know some spoilers, so I'm not completely spoiler-free. But um, maybe I'll just join the watch along.
0: I think you should. I think you will enjoy it for the show it is. It is a different show from SG-1, and yet it's not a different show. There's some crossover characters. There's some great new villains. There's some great takes on... Existing characters that you have not, that I can't get any more spoilery than that. Uh, a certain, <clears throat> and we won't talk about them, who show up as like, oh, okay. Um, but you no, know, if this is you haven't watched it, this is going to be a uh, great introduction for you. Um, get ready in late September. I'm going to say, Kevin, how about you? Um,
2: unpopular opinion some of the favorite fan episodes I am not a fan of. Like what? Uh, Wormhole Extreme. I do not like that one. Okay. It doesn't feel like Stargate to me. I think it's because I'm not a fan of Martin Lloyd. It's just... Oh, there's this weird guy. Oh, he's an alien. Oh, okay. Not not a fan of Martin or Wormhole Extreme. Uh, not... I don't. I didn't uh, particularly care for the other guys.
0: So the humorous takes you don't like as much. It seems like.
2: Yeah, and an upcoming uh, clip show. I'll just uh, say the name of the episode: uh, Citizen Joe. I didn't. I didn't care for oh, that one.
0: I like Citizen
2: Joe. I like the idea of it behind the scenes. Um knowing who's in that episode, and I heard that RDA was uh, geeking out a bit. Mm-hmm. But um, this episode itself, those aren't ones I like to watch a lot.
0: So I'm going to guess you're not a fan of a numerically titled Season 10 episode either?
2: The Season 10 one I love. Okay. <laughs> the fact, for whatever reason, the way they do those those particular, let's say, parodies just mm-hmm. hits just right.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Uh, I think I've run out of unpopular opinions. Um, I, closest thing I would probably say to an unpopular opinion is Stargate Universe. I got bored. I watched the first season barely and never got into the second season. So i ne- I never finished the two seasons of the show. I will, because it'll be my duty to do that. But Universe, I even tried watching it again recently, and I kind of felt the same thing. It's like, okay, I like the first episodes. After that, it just kind of went downhill. Jen, have you ever seen Stargate Universe? Nope. Yeah, I figured if you haven't watched Atlantis, you're not going to watch a Universe.
1: I really have uh, like to push myself to do that because, it's just like I like SG One so much, I. Uh-huh. Find-
0: Well, Richard Dean Anderson is on it for one episode, so you'll get him out of it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I do actually have um, another unpopular opinion.
0: Okay, go ahead. The the first
1: one is, Daniel with long hair is simply superior. (laughs) I love season one and season two Daniel because he's just the best. Geeky, non-muscular with his glasses. I love this version of Daniel. And the second one would be... um, I would have loved if they had made more out of Teok's character. I think he was severely underused.
0: Okay, I I don't know that I would agree with you all on that one, but that's why it's an unpopular opinion. I I thought Teok was well used. He was never the main character, but yeah, I mean, he was not a background character. But as for Daniel Jackson, you like the channeling James Spader Daniel Jackson rather than the short hair working out Daniel Jackson. Yeah. All right. Uh headcanon that is things that you've come up with to explain things. Um Kevin, you got any headcanon for Stargate?
2: Yeah. Uh I used this to rationalize the movie. In Children of the Gods, Jack mentions that the the Jaffa were humans. And I always wondered, why did Ra have humans? Later in uh, the episode, I forget what season, but in the episode, Rules of Engagement, Teal'c says, when Goa'uld have been uh, severely weakened, they will recruit humans into their forces to be their slaves and their warriors. So my headcanon is that right before the movie, Raw suffered a series of heavy blows, so he recruited some humans, was going back to Abydos to regroup and rebuild, and that's when he ran into uh
0: Jack O'Neill. Okay, I works for me, Jen. How about you? Makes sense, but
1: well, for me, I've just got these very simple headcanons like, um, I believe that the team um, always had team night at Jack's place and um, I would have really loved to hear more um, about their stories. And um, I think that they might have needed, um, yeah, they might have had a team night after every very tough or traumatic episode and they might have um, ordered pizza, donuts. Um, Tia would be wearing silly hats, and Daniel would be snoring away um, in Jack's guest room after the second beer. And yeah, all these funny little side stories. I would have loved to um, heard more about them.
0: Okay, so in your head, canon, they always get together after after everyone clocks out. You go home, they said, Hey, you want to go catch a couple beers and go fishing in my lake where there's no fish?
1: Yeah, that would be like um, because I think there might have been a lot of team building yeah. because you can't ride from traumatic episode to traumatic episode, traumatic episode. There might have been a need for relaxation somewhere in between.
0: Okay. So anything else you all want to throw out or comment on about the show itself?
2: Um I was sad when Universe was canceled. I thought, I wasn't a huge fan of season one. There were a few good episodes in season one. Um, But I think the problem with season one is they spent too much time introducing, building the characters, focusing on the characters, and not enough of the Stargate on a show that is called Stargate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you. They had a huge cast too. Yeah. Of course, so Atlantis had a huge cast too, but it seemed like Universe had a a bigger, it wasn't more disparate true cast. On, too. On show. Yeah.
2: Okay. And then when it got to season two, like things started finally to pay off and things were being revealed, but I think they lost too many people during season one and they just couldn't recover
0: that was also at the time that the sci-fi channel was trying to quote rebrand itself and change what they were doing a little bit getting away from high-end produced shows to you know some professional wrestling and you know who wants to be a superhero and things like that
2: yeah never understood the wrestling on the sci-fi channel
0: yeah i I like pro wrestling but at the time but yeah it, it wasn't for me there it's like this is not the right channel and i don't want reality shows bring back hard You know, this is the time where they had Battlestar Galactica and the various Stargate shows, and then it was kind of like, no, we're not doing that anymore. Poor decision-making on their part, and I rarely watch Sci-Fi Channel anymore. Okay, so, since this is walking through, walking through the Stargate, let's walk through, walking through the Stargate. So, how'd you find us, Jen?
1: Um, Well, I was actually putting on um, solitudes again as a comfort episode, and I wanted to have new opinions because when I started Stargate, there wasn't much of of an online community Mm -hmm. to find opinions and stuff. And that was a few years later when online community started. And I'm a Spotify listener. So I typed into my Spotify search field, walking through the Stargate podcast because was listening to um, Fake Doctors, Real Friends, which is a Scrubs podcast, mm-hmm. like, there must be something about Stargate. And actually, um, walking through the Stargate was the first podcast I found, and I really liked the voices from Brand and Zach because even now I can just put on a random episode of them talking, and I just feel like um, I'm the introverted friend at a table of three and just listen to them talking.
0: All right, that's. Kind of how I was as well. I was thinking, I'm going to rewatch Stargate. And I listened to a lot of show-related podcasts. A lot of my favorite shows, I'll see if there's a recap podcast along with it. So I was like, yeah, I wonder if there's one for Stargate. Oh, I'm going to listen to this one. And there I am. Kevin, how about you? Um, at random
2: times, I'll just put Stargate into Apple Podcast and see if anything new comes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came across that uh, probably around episode 50, but I didn't start listening to it until uh, probably around episode 100. I was getting caught up with other Stargate podcasts that I was trying to finish.
0: Okay. Um, so you joined them actually probably about midway through of where we are now, it seems like. No, that doesn't. Yeah, it. episode one hundred. You've been around I, longer than that. And uh, it all works out somehow. It's fine.
2: Yeah, I, I don't remember, but I think that's when I first started. I think I you were uh, episode one hundred had just come out when I started listening. Okay. And then I joined as soon as I heard there was a group. And then when I was all caught up, I think that's when I started writing, writing in. Okay well're gotcha. a yeah. guy on Twitter, aren't you? yeah, because that's when I
1: first um heard Kevin's writing st- style in the um in the podcast when you were writing um your predictions via twitter
2: yeah i I give Brent something to do or him to go to twitter
0: all yeah. right um favorite part of the podcast and you do not have to suck up to this particular host here and say it's the promos but you know go ahead uh kevin how about you
2: well certain episodes i am always i'm always curious to see how you're going to talk about the episode without just completely spoiling it for brent and where you're going to cut the video and i am always curious about how how you're going to prepare Brent for what's coming next.
0: So am I, (laughs) it is a challenge sometimes. Um, yeah, I, I reached out to him about this when they first came up midway through season two. And the first promo I did for them just as a, Hey, what do you think was for, um, Oh my gosh, the title is now eluding me It's the one with the, uh, native Americans and uh, spirits spirits. And the first one I did was about a minute and a half long. And I have a site, Zach came back and said, uh, we're hoping for something shorter and not as jokey because I've done a lot of jokes too. And we worked together, kind of tone it down to about, he originally wanted 45 seconds because that was about the length of a standard promo. And I've had a little feature creep and I get them up to around a minute. Uh, the reason for the minute is because that's the length of the intro music for the show. And I've tried to time it to the music based off of that, although it's getting tougher because I'm having more fun with it. Uh, Jen, what about you?
1: Um, I'm actually a people's person and I do like um, things because of the persons that are participating. I do like the hosts and I do like the community. And um, actually, I. I like the concept that Brent being a first time watcher, I adore Zach's friendly and soft nature, which is very in tune with my own perception and w- with my own nature. And um, I love the discussion that just um, happens to be like all the predictions. I love to hear what all the other listeners are um, have to say about episodes and um, also, I love your promos, David, and I, I probably one of those watches that goes to YouTube and watches every promo you make.
0: Oh, good. Thank you for the, uh, the view count on there because I, I, I don't think it matters. But yeah, I, I do wonder sometimes I've gone back over the YouTube channel. I go, someone has watched this one 2000 times. And that's where I started looking at the comments because apparently, well, you know how YouTube works. You start searching on stuff, then related things come up and people are going, why is this showing up on my YouTube feed? What the heck is this? And that's where the comments started to to devolve on there. We think it's just, we, you know, Zach Brennan and I have talked about the YouTube channel. We think it's hilarious that there's just a random YouTube channel with no explanation of homemade promos for episodes. We've deliberately not gone in and said why this channel exists. They don't want to do that. I agree with them. It's just a bizarre exercise to see if people react to them. And there haven't been as many reactions recently as there have been in the past. And then there's some people that just come in and spam it with weird cryptic messages. I don't know. But, Kevin, you didn't really give a favorite part of the podcast. You just talked about the promos. Uh, Any other favorite parts? Um. I love listening to the
2: predictions because I have no short-term memory. So when I listen to the predictions part, I have no idea what I rated it or predicted.
0: Yeah, I, I, me too. So
2: when they give their scores, I don't know if I was right or not.
0: Uh-huh. I will sometimes remember, yeah, I mean if it's a particularly memorable episode i know what i did but on your average episode i said i'm not sure what i did okay we'll find out soon but as um jen what you're saying the actual concept of the show that was really what kept me with the show Of brent being a real first-time viewer i listen to other recap podcasts i like them and sometimes it's their first view of the episode sometimes it's not but the host may watch it three or four or five times to get a real feel for the episode while I understand and not but don't agree with it I do appreciate Brent's I'm only going to watch it once because that's how we all watched it when it came out we watched it once we probably didn't have an opportunity to watch it again until much much later now I like Stargate second chances and that's making him go back and rewatch episodes so I like that part Okay, uh, what are we looking at here? So any opinions that Zach and Brent have had that you just want to go up to them and go, oh my gosh, how did you, what? No, you're completely wrong or completely right that you missed the point on that. They made a point, you go, you're right. That changed my opinion completely. Uh, Jen, I'll start with you. Brent actually slacked
1: off some of my favorite episodes, but... (laughs) Um, We agree on one episode, or two episodes, but on one particular, that is Singularity, because he was also as emotionally attached to it as I was, um, due to different, but I would say very similar reasons. Um, And then I've got one thing where they both were wrong, where I was also wrong in my prediction and in my idea about the episode, but where a certain um, prediction was very right. And that is regarding the episode, The, the Light, um, The Light in season four. Uh-huh. Um, There was a listener that was writing in telling um, Brent and Zach about how The Light was helping them um, comprehending the situation they were growing up with two um, parents battling addiction. And this is when a totally different discussion between Zach and Brent started, and it totally caught me off guard. And it felt um through that um explanation from that listener i suddenly understood the episode in a totally different way and um i appreciate much i appreciate it much more
0: nice yeah i i remember that reviewer and i kind of felt the same way as i never really obviously it was an episode about addiction but seeing it through someone else's opinion of dealing with addiction was definitely a uh, very understandable and meaningful take on it. Um, Kevin. Um,
2: okay, I'm going to avoid talking about Bane because that's just obvious. <laughs> yeah,
0: that one's <laughs> off limits.
2: Um, they're, usually when I have disagreements with their ratings, it's usually Brent, because um, sometimes he's just grumpy on great episodes. Um, I remember I did agree with uh, Brent's rating for a particular episode uh, Birthright, but I remember he and I had completely different reasons for why we felt the way about it that we did. Yeah. And, uh, certain episodes, they've just completely caught me off guard with their ratings, like the episode Learning Curve. With the little girl with the nanites in her brain, I have never considered that to be a. It's a fine episode, but I never would have considered it a seven chevron episode, which I believe they both gave it.
0: Yeah. Brent also
1: speaks of episodes when he gets hung up on a minor detail.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's that. Yeah, I. I wish I could remember the episode, and I said it before, and I'd have to go through a lot of my old notes, but I listened to them, and it was coming up at the end. It's like, dude, you totally missed this plot point that might have changed their entire opinion. I remember I messaged them later going, but it, that's what this meant. It was like, oh, huh, okay. But I have the hindsight of having watched the episode many times and Brent had just, again, watched it the one time. It is one of, sometimes you pick up more on repeated watching, particularly for me in those earlier seasons. Okay, so anything you want us here at walk into the Stargate headquarters to know or any questions you might have, anything I can fake my way through, anything I can send a message right now to Zach and Brent about. I'm not going to do that because they already said they're not available. Um,
1: yeah, I've got something because um, I've heard a lot about it. And actually it's a heartfelt thank you to um, Brent and Zach and also you, David, for putting in the work every week because I do a lot of creative work next to my working hours and I know it takes up so much time and space and it's, it is really work um, next to work. And I, your effort is highly appreciated. It's it's such a good thing to um, start the working week with a fresh episode, just to enjoy the Monday morning a mm-hmm. little bit more, and to be frustrated because Brent slept something off, or to um, I don't know, get a warm feeling because it was an emotional episode and people loved it. Um, it's just uh, walking through the stargate makes my week better.
0: Well, thank uh, you. I know that they do listen to this podcast, and I'm sure they will have separate comment. But I would say thank you. Yeah, they do spend a lot of time on it. Not this summer, but you know. Also, if sec- you need- say that again. Well, you cut out.
1: Also, if you um need anything, any help with any creative things to do, um, just let me know, and I'd gladly help.
0: Okay, will do, uh, Kevin
2: um yeah before i listened to the most uh recent episode i would have asked about uh origins but i think that was that's already been addressed
0: Mm, no they haven't covered that Mm, i'm trying oh oh yeah i yeah covering origins you're right sorry most recent episode of this podcast yeah uh that's a work in progress and as in, it hasn't started, but I'm going to progress on the work to getting getting it done. It's just a timing issue. I think that could be a fun podcast. So,
2: yeah, I never watch I uh, only watched it when it. Uh, I somehow managed to get my hands on a physical copy, of it, and it's basically just um, it's cut like a movie. There's no there's yeah. no edits. It's just episode episode episode.
0: Yeah, that's how I watched it, too. Um, I think I watched it through Stargate Command. Back when that was a thing. But, yeah, I watched it as one episode. Um, Yeah, we'll see if we can get them to watch that. That might be another, you know, Patreon exclusive. It's just going to take some time because we all got to get a copy of it and watch it there.
2: Yeah, getting a copy of that is extremely difficult. I. I spent probably about a year trying to find a copy of this uh, physically. So I think you'll have to go through Amazon just get it digitally.
0: Hang on, let me check something right here. I'll edit this part out.
2: Yeah, I I got a Blu-ray of it somehow.
0: I I... didn't know that actually existed.
2: Neither did I. (laughs) But I would check um, eBay every so often. And I don't know if this was made as like a promo cut or there was only one available and I jumped on top of it. And...
1: Origins was about Langford, wasn't it?
0: Yes. yes. It was an untold story. and
2: <sighs> That completely goes against the canon because Aset, the Wool is the Egyptian name for uh,
0: Isis. Ah,
1: oh, okay. That doesn't look And remember.
0: we know that Isis was, was on about, Earth. I thought Bastet was Bast. I, I might disagree with you on that one, but we're entitled to our own opinions. Um, yeah. yeah, I saw
2: a sign that said Isis was the Greek name and the Egyptian name was Aset.
0: Well, we'll just have to get on the internet and argue about that at some point. Uh, <laughs> It's on Prime for rent or buy. I'm. I bet we could find it on YouTube somewhere, but we'll have to find a way to get that. Okay, so here's the collaboration part. I'm going to give you five minutes. I'm just going to get up and walk away. I'll leave the recording going, but I will, you know, take my earbuds out, get up and walk away. You're going to have five minutes to pitch me an idea for something Stargate related. Okay. <laughs> I see you already have your notes Sir Jen. You don't even know what I'm gonna ask you. Okay, so Jen, since you looked at me the most ready, please pick a number between one and six. And don't say four. The last two times they said four. You can say four. Five. Okay. You have another opportunity for a Stargate reboot series. You may ignore or use anything you want from anything Stargate so you have five minutes I'm gonna walk away see you back in five minutes go a little longer than a few minutes later okay I'm back you've had five minutes to reboot Stargate ignoring or using whatever continuity you want who's gonna pitch it to me
2: um I'll pitch it okay Okay, it's Stargate in our current day, 2022, and it's going to be a uh, kind of a sitcom like Scrubs, but it's going to be about the 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 next generation of the SGC, the cadets coming in, training, learning how uh, they're going to how to be on the SG team, and Um, it's going to take place, uh, mostly on the base while they're still learning everything. And they're going to get into all sorts of antics, uh, in their classes and, um, shenanigans are going to ensue during SG training.
1: Imagine McKay as a teacher. Oh
2: boy. Okay, we'll a cable science class, and we'll have uh, Walter there in the background doing his stuff, drinking Pepto-Bismol.
0: So who's the head of Stargate Command? New character, or...? I think it has to be a new character. All right. So what are we going to call it? SG-22? Or SG-question mark? Stargate the next generation. <laughs> Uh, there might be some copyright infringement, but you know, we'll see about that. All right, it's completely original, completely original. Yeah, you're right, it is completely original, and you can't copyright the words next and generation. All right, uh, I will watch that just like I would watch any of the other ones. Okay, um, that is about it for what we have here. Any last comments, Kevin, Jen?
2: Um, I just want to say thank you to Zach and Brent and you for everything that you've done for the community, for making everybody feel welcome in it, Um, not gatekeeping such a long lore franchise, and I hope we get something in the future.
0: Well, we got a long future ahead of us if they plan on watching all the shows, and they do. Since we got what, uh, seven, eight, nine more years of shows to go through. Six, nine more seasons at least. All right. Uh Jen, anything? And from the you? movies. And the movies too. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, that's really just gonna count as two more episodes.
1: Yeah, we could also do the books because I love the Target books. They are really good and they count as canon
0: which books, the ones that came after the movie or all the other expanded universe books that they have?
1: The Expanded universe books, which is, a uh, lot. I, I did read them all.
0: Wow, you are obsessive, aren't you?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I never doubted <thought> that.
0: <laughs> I, there are very few fandoms that I've ever gotten into the books for, and it's just never really been my thing I've read some Star Trek books. I've read some Star Wars books, but I haven't read any Stargate books. But based off the works that are out there, it was just, it was never my thing. But that would be an interesting take on them. Probably take a little bit longer to produce an episode for that one because, you know, they got to read the book and I don't know how they're going to recap it in one minute.
1: Oh, well, it could be a fan project. Like, um, I know that Kevin Reitz, um also started reading the books and, Sometime in between we could like do a podcast about a book.
0: Huh. Just Maybe
1: like n- yeah. The Sacrifice Moon. We'd all read Sacrifice Moon and then talk about it afterwards.
0: Huh. So Stargate Book Club, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That might be interesting. That might actually be pretty cool. It walk you through the Stargate production. <laughs> <laughs> Walking through the Stargate podcast. Absolutely. Uh I'll hit him hit him up with that saying, Hey, we got an idea for the next summer. Filler episodes.
1: Yeah, but other oh. th- otherwise from that, I just um, I'm really looking forward to season eight because season eight is such a phenomenal season, and I can't wait for it. Um, yeah, I hope second brand will be ready soon.
0: Well, I know we're getting ready to do the season seven wrap wrap up extravaganza in a couple of weeks. I've already got the promo for uh, new order ready to go and then I'm just going to deep dive into making promos. So yeah, Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to them restarting as well. Okay. That's it, Kevin, Jen, thank you very much for participating in this little experiment. This is, I think going to be the last episode of walking through, walking through the Stargate because I haven't lined anyone else up and we will be starting up again on the regular walking through the Stargate episodes very soon. So again, thank you for your time listeners. Thank you for, indulging us in this little experiment and um maybe we'll see you next summer bye bye, bye. care to explain um we can use a stargate to send these people home sir